So, uh, if you heard my last upload, you'll have an idea of the weirdness I was feeling. So, um, for those just catching up, a robotic voice came over my computer speakers and started giving me a kind of interview. I didn't get a name or a whole lot of specifics, but I got the impression I was speaking to someone or, well, no, something, because it was not human. And that's a new thing for me. I've never knowingly spoken to a non-human. I mean, well, cats and dogs, sure. And I talk to my fish, but I don't honestly think they understand me, and I don't expect them to give, you know, a full conversation or anything. But I was curious... And if I was going to be a journalist, I needed to start acting like one. I had some time to kill before the meeting the robot voice set up, so I went to explore Metropolis, and it's true what they say. It's so clean, like like a model home. I figure they must have a major cleaning crew working all the time, but it's not just that. I watched a guy accidentally drop some napkins after buying some street meat. A lady walking the opposite way just leaned down, never breaking stride, swooped up the napkins, walked over like ten feet, and threw them away. I was stunned. It was like something in the water. You know, how New Yorkers are all supposedly in a hurry and rude or likely to ignore you? Here, the stereotype was courtesy, patience, and... and Good efficiency? It was starting to freak me out. And no, I never saw the flying guy, Metropolis's favorite son, Man of Steel. I think I saw the guy in the steel suit with the cape. What's his name? But, uh, but it was just for a second, and he flew around this side of a building. So, take all that stuff, add it together, and that's where my head was at. Then... The longest car I'd ever seen pulled up next to me, and the door opened. I had about two seconds to wonder how my life had taken me to this point, when I knew I had to make sounds like a normal human person. After listening to it, I can't believe I sounded as composed as I did. So listen, but know that inside, I was completely freaking out. You don't mind me recording this, do you? Not as long as you don't mind me doing the same. Um, sure, of course. I've got to say, I didn't expect this. Really? Yeah, the voice on the computer tells me to be at this corner at this time, and I'll be picked up. My reporter's instinct overrode my paranoia. I open the limo door, and there's Lex Luthor. In the flesh. Mercy, you can proceed. I have a lunch meeting with a fellow businessman, so while we were on the way, I was hoping we could have a chat. Of course, Mr. Luther. Please, it's Lex. Lex, how do you even know who I am? Well, I make it my business to know people on the way up. I've seen your postings. I think what you're doing is admirable. Admirable? Yes. You were treating these so-called supervillains as human beings, as people. Not stereotypes, not criminals, but as misunderstood souls. I, wow, thank you, Mr. Lex. I'm surprised that my work interests you. I have a special place in my heart for rehabilitation. And I think your work goes toward changing the public consciousness, getting people to think about what damage has been done to these people <laughs> uh, instead of by them. Thank you, Lex, but you want something, right? 
your veneration, so cynical. What I want is to help you. Central City, Iron Heights, the Rogues, they're very theatrical, and they think highly of themselves, but in reality, they are small potatoes. Really? There's a pecking order for bad guys? Most assuredly. And Metropolis has a higher class of criminal. As you might know, LexCorp won the bid for the refit of Strikers Island. And since I've been speaking with the warden on a regular basis, your name came up. My name? Came up? Without a doubt. The world is a big place, but those individuals who dedicate themselves to incarcerating superpowered beings, they gossip just like anyone else. You, my dear, are getting good press, and that's not something the prison system is used to. So that's it. It's good PR for you. Well, it seems like a win-win to me. You get access to more notorious clientele, and it helps add another layer of complexity to your book. While you get to be seen as doing more than finding stronger locks on tougher doors. I dream of a day when we won't need locks at all. Now, do we have a deal? All right, I'm in. But where would I start? I've taken the liberty of drawing up a list for you. Ah, I see. So, these are who you'd like me to talk to. I see a couple of prominent names missing from this list. You know, Metallo, Bizarro, Parasite. Oh, for your protection, I promise. You've only spoken with petty criminals so far. Many of these creatures, they'd kill you in a second and forget about you the next. You may be brave, but that won't protect you. I appreciate your concern. Once I find a place to crash in Metropolis, I'll let you know. I've taken liberty of booking you a room. We have LexCorp's corporate apartments, and we use them for visiting businessmen, dignitaries, and there's a vacancy. Murphy has all the details. Ah, I see Shejo is just up ahead, so this is where you'll need to step out. You know, it's funny. When I first got in, I just assumed... Assumed what? That you wanted to be in the book. And what on earth would I be doing in a book of criminals? I mean, it's just you and Superman. Um... There are men. Great men. And they stand up and say, I've looked at the evidence. I can see what is going to happen. And then there are men, lesser men, who tear down their betters, saying, no, you couldn't. You're wrong. You're evil. We've seen it time and again. Copernicus, Galileo, Descartes, Newton, Haley, Darwin, Hubble. But... In the end, all were proven right. What's the difference? Time. I'm not a supervillain. I'm just farther down the road. But you'll all catch up. I just hope it's not too late when you do. Good night. Legible Scrawl presents To Prove a Villain, Episode 8, Lex Luthor, written by Kyle Wilson. Performed by Shannon Jelly and Ryan Dalton. Produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick and Shannon Jelly. Follow us on Twitter at Legible Scroll. Check out our Facebook page or drop by our website, LegibleScroll.com, where we do cool things and answer the important questions like what would happen if a struggling psychology major interviewed DC villains? You're welcome. <laughs>